0: Go check out platform.com, that's P-L-T-4-M.com, for our full series and catch up on any episodes you might have missed. Don't forget to check out at Coach Schiffman on Twitter and use the hashtag hog football Chat when you're there. We have a great episode for you today, so let's go ahead and kick this off. Before we even kick off the podcast, I want to just remind everyone to go like, subscribe, and keep up with these weekly episodes. If you like what you hear, spread the word so more coaches can tune in for our weekly podcasts. All right, here we go. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Hog Football Podcast. I have got uh, my friend, Coach Mark Grounds, with me today. Coach Grounds is currently the head football coach at Jacksonville High School in Jacksonville, Illinois, where he has served since 2001. Uh, He got his coaching career started at Jacksonville in 1993 as the defensive line coach, and then spent 1995 and 1999 as the offensive line coach and offensive coordinator at North Park University in Chicago. Came back to Jacksonville High School in 2000 as the head coach, or as the offensive coordinator, excuse me, and then in 2001 took over as the head coach. Uh, Coach Grounds, what's going on? How are you? How's everything going in Illinois? Good. We're we're slowly but surely, I think, starting to open up a little bit. Good. Hopefully, hopefully
1: we find out from our state association uh, later this week that we're, we'll have the ability to, to start working with uh, groups of 10 and, and progress uh, from there each, each 28 days. I think our, our plan and our governor is probably a little bit slower than what most are. Uh, he's being very cautious. Uh, but right now signs are pointing to optimist, optimism that uh, we'll be able to do something this summer uh not hundred percent sure what it will be, but uh, the, the reality is I think that uh, most coaches in our state are more concerned with being able to have august and and, and right. high school football than the summer stuff. I mean, it's important, you know we're worried about being around our, not being around our kids and conditioning and and learning and teaching. but uh, you know I think uh, with what spring sports had to, had to deal with across this nation by not having
0: their season, We don't want to have a repeat of that in the fall for, uh, for football. Right. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I think it's kind of, uh, you know, you want things to to go along fast and and quick, but you obviously, we got to be, we got to be smart about everything as well and and make sure that we're doing kind of the right steps and, and and taking care of everybody before we just kind of jump into it too. So I I understand that for sure. But, um, you know, couple first questions i've got for you and and the the first one and you're you're kind of different because you know you and i share um a couple we've we've got a couple links in in our chain together first of all we're both illinois college blue boys um and, and second of all we both uh got to play for bill anderson um yeah. what what is your favorite IC memory uh you know I got to I got to talk to a couple other blue boys and got their their memories but what's what's your favorite <laughs> Illinois College memory oh that's that's a, that's a tough one
1: uh I think I think one of the the greatest greatest uh memories that I have is I, I you know I, I went to Illinois College and didn't know anybody when I went there mm-hmm. I, I didn't go with a teammate didn't have people that were teammates that were there so you, you kind of went in there cold uh, not knowing anybody, didn't have friends, and uh, I, I can remember just you know I'm I'm obviously a football junkie. I've been been coaching. I think this is be my 28th year, but uh, getting to Old Memorial Gymnasium, right outside Old Memorial Gymnasium, there was a a, a concrete wall that you could sit on mm-hmm. and, and steps. And me and the same same group of guys seemed to be there early every day of practice uh, for, 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 uh, three and four years, you know, some of them were older than me, but those four guys got, got to be some of my best friends and just the, the stories and, you know, the, the hanging out before practice, uh, going down, uh, you know, before we walked down to the, uh, the old practice field, the old practice fields where the Bruner center is right now. Right. But, uh, you know, I think when you look back those times and those guys, who still are some of my best friends to this day are probably uh, the 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 best memories I have of Illinois College. You know, I think uh, I think that uh, my best best uh, memory of as a player was my, my junior year. We had a triple overtime homecoming win against Ripon.
0: Mm-hmm. and
1: uh, you know just uh, that. And you know, we as you said, we shared shared uh, a coach. Right, Your high right. school head coach was my college head coach, Bill Anderson. And he's been a constant mentor and friend for me uh, every day since uh, I stepped on the Illinois college campus. Now I wouldn't say that he was my friend when I played for him, he (laughs) coach had lines, but uh, you know, his, 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 uh, has a statement is you have a lot of acquaintances. You have very few friends and your friends are what he calls the Alamo club. Mm -hmm. If you're in, if you're in the Alamo and Santa Ana's on the front front gate, knocking knocking on the door who do you want next to you and uh i've been been proud that i've been part of his alamo club you know since uh, i graduated in
0: 1991 yeah he he's i've got you know we we could talk for hours and hours about memories about coach a because he was you know obviously my like you said your your college coach my my high school head coach and and just the you know he's the guy i always you know every time anytime you and i speak we i always ask about coach a and and luckily you know we we coached against each other for a few years so i was able to see him and he was able to kind of see my path as a coach and my growth as a coach and it was always it's always a treat to to see coach a and give him a give him a pat on the belly and and uh just talk to him see how he's doing and he's he's a great man
1: yeah you know and 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 he's 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 been been through the wars as a coach oh, yeah. so you know, he's a great sounding board to be able to, hey, coach, have you ever done this or have you ever tried that or what do you think of this? And he always looks at things through a different different lens than what most people do. And uh, it's helped me grow com- grow completely. I mean, still to this day, he will, will constantly uh, – <laughs> harp on me on time management just not, not because I'm bad but he thought I was bad early on as a young head coach mm-hmm. and I've gotten to the point now where he at least says I'm you're you're better you're better you know he never wants to completely let you feel like you've got it made which, no uh,
0: keeps you humble keeps you working right absolutely so I guess one of the things I didn't realize looking at your bio was I you know obviously I knew your time at North Park and then coming to to Jacksonville I didn't realize that you had spent some time at Jacksonville Already previously to 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 go into North Park, um, talk to me a little bit about kind of how you know how you ended up going to North Park and then what you know how you ended up coming back to Jacksonville.
1: Well, uh, I I wanted to become a graduate assistant uh, football coach upon graduation, uh, and it didn't work out. The NCAA my senior year cut the amount of graduate assistantships in half and had some uh, some uh, opportunities to be a non-paid graduate assistant. But, uh, you know, financial situations and stuff like that, I had, uh, you know, interviewed for some fellowships and internships. And basically, upon graduation, I started working for the uh, Illinois Senate Republican staff as a legislative analyst and did that for four and a half years. Well, my first two years out, I did not uh, coach. And Coach Anderson still had me go to clinics and stuff like that if, you know, the plan was – if there was an opening on the Illinois college staff, I was going to get a chance to go over and work with him there. Uh, and, you know, a guy that was our defensive line, uh, an offensive line coach at, at uh, Illinois college, Mark Stewart in 1993 became the uh, the head football coach at Jacksonville high school. Mm-hmm. And he was having his first summer camp and, the, Sean Hickerson, who was going, uh, an only college teammate of mine, was going to be his defensive uh, line coach, wasn't able to come down and and work the, the summer camp because of uh, some some job commitments. So he asked me if I would come out and, and help out. And I did. And from the moment I stepped back on the field as, as a coach and working with kids, I, I knew what I was missing and, and what right. didn't feel right. So I coached there in 93 and 94 as – Uh, the defensive line coach and in 1995 which was uh, the year I think coach Anderson went to 95 or 96 he 95 that was my freshman year high school he went to Springfield High my defensive coordinator at Illinois College Mike Lodrigan became the head football coach at uh, at North Park and offered me a full-time position so I went went up there and uh, I, you know, obviously most of my experience was on the defensive side of the ball, but mm-hmm. he told me he he needed a full-time offensive line coach and uh, put me every place and put me in front of every person I could talk to to learn about it. And after my first year, I, you know, I became the offensive coordinator there, and I've been an offensive coach ever ever since. I played defensive tackle at Illinois College. So it was, it was kind of a transition and a change, but Coach Anderson, whenever he took me to clinics, he would never let me go – uh, listen to a defensive line guy," he said. You, you, "He said you got to learn something other than what you know." Right. And and even while I was in college, he took me to some clinics and and forced me to do that and, and wanted to see my notes afterwards. So that really put me on Illinois College through Mark Stewart, Coach Anderson, and Mike Lilljergen hiring me at North Park. Uh, really jump started my career and mm-hmm. being a full time college coach for for five years and the amount of people and the amount of learning, you know, you could do football every single day. And I was a young kid. I was a sponge. I I had a lot that I needed to learn. I made a ton of mistakes as an offensive coordinator and offensive coach. And, and at the time was one of the best, uh, you know, small college conferences in the nation. It's still uh, excellent, but they were coming off uh, having some national champions uh, at the, at the time and nationally competitive programs. Well, it was a situation then after, after my, my, my fifth year there, my grandmother uh, had, had uh, gotten sick in Springfield, and all my family, my mom and everybody, moved back to Springfield. And it was just a situation where, you know, as a college coach, you live out of a suitcase, and, you know, if you get to see your family three or four times a year, that's a lot. Right. If, if you're co- coaching away from, uh, from the, that, the town they live in. I had the opportunity to come back. Mark Stewart was going to be getting into administration, uh, in a year or two, uh, he was the head coach at Jacksonville high School and uh, i took the I took the gamble to come down to go back to high school uh, and be a uh, uh, offensive coordinator and After that first year, uh, he went into administration and I was fortunate enough to to interview and take the job and right. you know I,
0: I blank and i've been there for for twenty years as the head coach now this would be my twentieth year as the head coach there and that and that kind of brings you to my next question, you know with the exception of of Ken Leonard, I think you're the longest tenured coach in the CS8 right now, um, if not in, you know, a lot of that shoot, probably a 60-mile a radius, uh, you know, how have you kept that, you know, longevity, and, and truthfully, the sustainability, because for, you know, with the, the exception of a few bumps in the road, you guys have been a, a, a above 500 team, making the playoffs multiple times, how have you got, how have you kind of kept that going, and kept that alive?
1: Well, I think you got to believe in where you're at. <clears throat>
0: you know, one of those coaching
1: cliches, big times where you're at. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I've been offered some other jobs over the years and I've looked into some other jobs over the years. Cause I think you have to, you know, you have to see what's out there and it either confirms that you're, you are where you're destined to be uh, or you take some, some other opportunities. Right. And each of the opportunities, when I got into it, you know, a couple, I was single, a uh, couple I've been married and it, they just weren't the right fit. They just didn't give me what I felt like Jacksonville had. And, you know, it's it's a, it's a wonderfully giving community, but it's a, it's a situation that I, I love our kids. And uh, it, it's just, I never felt like I wanted to leave to restart something. Right. I, think, I think the Illinois college uh, pipeline of of, of uh, people that I knew allowed me to to hire some coaches that I've all had uh, common experiences. You know, you and I played a different era, but we, we, there's, there's something about Illinois college and the, and the kids that go through there, they mm-hmm. have s- similar experiences and there's a connection, you know, the alumni network and associations exceptionally strong. And I think that's really the strong suit of that school. And uh, you know, it just, you know, you, 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 you just keep blinders on and you keep building you know right. we've had had our chances to 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 be close to play for it all our league is 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 one of the the toughest in the in the, in the state multiple oh, state champions multiple appearances you know we made it to the semifinals in 04 and then in, in early 2010s, uh, you know we lost in the second round to, to to two conference schools that went on and won it and played for it all Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're, we're in a conference that if you can be be good in our conference, you've got a real shot to win a state title. And I think that has continued to drive me. And and, and I, I enjoy coaching. I enjoy being around kids. I enjoy right. uh, the process. And, you know, I've changed from a split back veer guy to a, a spread guy. I'm back now running some options from short gun. So I haven't been afraid to change based off of our, our, our personnel and, and what our town uh, has, has gone through. You know, when I started, we had 1,265 kids in the, the school. We're down to 915, so we've lost oh, about 30% yeah. of our school population, but we've stayed competitive, and we've stayed competitive because of the type of kids we have. We're not the most athletic, but we've got dependable kids that show up every day, that work hard, believe in us, mm-hmm. and, you know, I just, I Jacksonville wasn't real successful before I've got there. We've been We've been moderately t- successful throughout my career, sometimes very successful, but we've always been competitive and 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 our kids work hard. And I just felt like, you know, our kids needed somebody that believed in, in what they were and understood what they were. And, uh, you know, when you put kids first and you don't make it about yourself mm-hmm. and you just show up and you work,
0: you know, next thing you know, it's 20 years down the road. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. But it's, you know, I can, I mean, obviously for, from my own side of things, you know, preparing for you guys for for my seven years at Springfield high school, you were always, it seemed like you always were that team that was like, you got to watch out for them. They got, you know, a a smart guy, quarterback, they got a tough running back, they got a good offensive line, and they got one kind of dude on defense that you really got to keep your eyes open for. And, and, you know, you've had, you know obviously over your time over 20 years you guys have had a ton of of talent come through there you got guys that were all Americans and at major colleges guys that played in the NFL guys that have, have done such great things that it's it's I mean that's that's a you know you talk about it's it's about the kids well that's that to me that's a testament to you and your staff and 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 the the amount of work and the amount of good things you guys have done for those for those that community that that entire you know that entire area so well, I appreciate that. And I think being a Division Three coach prepares you a lot for high school
1: because, you know, you've got to develop kids. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when you're at a bad Division Three program like we were at North Park, you know, you've got to play young kids and you've got to find a way to get your guys in, 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 in a situation to make plays. Right. And, uh, you know, that, that kind of was where I learned that, you know what, it, you better start up front. What right. can your offensive line block? when you're designing a defense, I mean, an offense, and then you move forward from there. Right. And uh, I think that's what, what we've always done. You know, we, we put a lot of time into our quarterbacks. We've had some really, really good quarterbacks. And, and I think part of that is we, we allow them to be coaches out there. We give, we put a lot on their back and we hold them, hold them to a high level, but uh, you know, I'd put, you know, some of our quarterbacks and the success they've had uh, in college Uh, up against you know any of the 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 schools in our in our league right it may not be you know big 10 but we've we've had a lot of college quarterbacks come out of our system and I think a lot of it is because you know we put a lot of
0: stock on them right but uh you know
1: that's that's kind of been our approach
0: right and it's and it's like I said you guys were always a tough team to prepare for uh you know you kind of said you talked about the the Illinois college connection and and at one point, I, I want to say you had like 99% of your coaching staff was was were, were former Blue Boys. What's what's that percent now? I know you've lost a couple to, to administration and things, but how many Blue Boys are on staff now? There's still at least six guys, okay. uh, six or seven guys, uh,
1: that, that are on the st- staff uh, from there. It seems like, uh, you know, because we're in town and, and a lot of kids get a chance to do their student teaching with us, we get an opportunity to hire a lot of Illinois college right. grads. And, and that you know, was –
0: that was always cool. That was always something special. That was, you know, look. I always look forward to uh, you guys because I knew I was going to see at least four or five former teammates that I, you know, you talked about the friendships that that you made. That you know, four, four or five former guys that I really genuinely look forward to seeing and and talking to and 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 checking up on. So that was always kind of a cool, a cool thing for me when we got to play you guys as well.
1: Yeah, it's it's been. uh it's been it's been one of one of the strengths, you know, when you look at Jacksonville, there's Illinois College football, mm-hmm. McMurray College football, route football, used to be Illinois School for the Deaf football, and Jacksonville High School. There were six different football staffs in this town. Right. And they've all got to fight for the same pool of people. So we were fortunate that I think the Illinois college uh, connection allowed me to not only attract uh, quality coaching candidates, but, you know, we, we've done a really good job, I think of retaining our coaches. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and that, that allows you to to continue to to, to
0: thrive and have success as, as a football program. Right. Absolutely. That's, I, I mean, that couldn't, couldn't have said it better. Well, coach, last question I've got for you and, and this should be a good one. Um, if you could put together uh, Mount Rushmore, of offensive linemen from guys you've coached guys you played with or guys you were a fan of who would be on that five-man offensive line? Oh, wow. Uh, guys that I coached, I think,
1: uh, you know, Gabe Megenson, mm-hmm. uh, who, who went on to university of Illinois and is at Illinois state. Uh, he was a tight, a standup tight end for us, Blake Hans, who's, uh, on the Jaguars right now. Uh, yeah, he wasn't an offensive lineman for us, except for two two games when he had a broken <laughs> finger. I remember and that. We, and we put him; he broke his finger on Wednesday at practice, and they casted it. We put him Wednesday night at uh, at offensive tackle, and we we said, "You're a smart guy, figure it out. Listen to the guy <laughs> next to you." Right. And, You know, so those so those are two pretty good tackles. I've had I've been I've, I've 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 had some really really good. Linemen, uh, you know, I, it, it would be very hard for me to pick uh, the guys that didn't go on and have major college success. Mm-hmm. But those, those are, I think, are the two best that I've coached. You know, I think, uh, you know, at the pro level, Anthony Munoz, he re, he, he redesigned offensive line play in the '80s. Mm-hmm. You know, with the zone schemes, uh, was just unbelievably dominant. I'm still a big fan of Jay. Jay Hilgenberg from the bears at center. Yep. You know, it's a guy when you look at the amount of Pro Bowls, why is that guy not in the hall of fame? You know, that's, that's a question. Uh, You know, a good, a good one in Olin Crutes, you know, replaced him. I I think uh, if you look at the fuzzy Thurston, uh, as a pulling guard for the Packers, you know, unbelievable, unbelievable guy. Uh, You know, I, I think, you can, you can take numerous guys from the Dallas Cowboys over the years. But uh, I, I, the other guard that I really like was Guy McIntyre of the 49ers. You know, the 49ers still did a ton of trap blocking back when they were there. Uh, you know, th- I think those, those are the guys that uh, when I just sit and I look at them, uh, they changed the game. They changed the way it was played. Uh, on, on the pro level right and uh you know I think those are those those would be my top guys I, I'm leaving out a time because there are so many so many great ones
0: right that are out there I mean you can talk about John Hanna who was fantastic he's, he's one of my guys I've been asked the question before and he's on my top five list because he was a guy that you talk you know you talk about fuzzy Thurston pulling he was a guy that he was one of those, he was sort of one of those first kind of athlete offensive linemen running and pulling and doing things and being just a freak of nature. I, I,
1: I agree. I mean, it just, just unbelievable.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, he uh, had a long, long tenure, uh, was on, on teams that, that uh, didn't, didn't win a, a, a ton always, but were competitive. You know, I don't think that I don't think he ever won a, a Super Bowl. Nope. I, I could be wrong with that, but I don't think
0: that he did. No, but, he uh, he ran into the eighty-five Bears, the only one he played in. So, I think the two best two best of the last last decade, two of them just uh,
1: you know stepped down. I think Joe Thomas was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, just he showed up every day and was able to play every day. So you know it's 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 that's that's a without being able to prepare that's a very very trick question because there are so many great offensive linemen out there and really i think are. if you, i think if you look at the teams that win and win consistently you know they've got they got a difference maker quarterback and they've got a they've got a great offensive line they don't have to all be all pro but they are great together mm-hmm. and they, and they stay healthy and i don't care what level you look at you look at the teams that are successful year in and out. You look at our conference, the teams that have been successful year in and year out, Sacred Heart Griffin, Rochester, Chatham, always have a great offensive line. Right. Okay. Most of them have a difference maker for their system at, uh, at quarterback, and then they fill in the pieces around. But, uh, right. you know, I, th- I think, uh, I think uh, offensive line, when you look at what, what they're being paid in free agency now, I think the guys that are putting putting NFL teams together have finally figured out that you know it doesn't matter how much you invest in that that quarterback if he's if he's not on his feet, uh, you're it, it, it's not it's not going to matter. You're not going to be successful.
0: Right. Absolutely. That's one. That's one hundred percent correct. It's, it's uh, we're we're, you know, we're being a former lineman. It's it's unfortunate that sometimes we're only ever noticed when things go kind of awry but uh it's we're such a huge part of kind of the success and everything with the, with each each team too so um nothing better than playing this position I think so you know and you you kind of you talked about Blake Hanson I had to bring I had to bring this up there was a point in time where you at Jacksonville had I I, I think you had Hanson and and uh Keane for one year together or two years together on varsity two, two years and you talk about scary you had two Six foot four, two hundred and sixty pound tight ends who could run and catch and and be nasty out there. And that those were those were some scary offenses because you had a guy who could sling it and you had those two guys out on the edge. That was uh, you guys you guys did a lot of damage with them. And then I, I'm sure, but I think the timeline doesn't doesn't add up. You know, Bacon's probably going to be upset you you left him off that list. But I don't think you ever actually coached him, so we'll 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 leave that as a technicality. I was his
1: freshman defensive line coach. Oh,
0: <laughs> so I never coached him on offense.
1: Okay. My, 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 the '94 season was his freshman year in high school, and I coached him. Uh, he was a defensive tackle for me. Okay. So, so I coached him, and, and I still, I still have to claim him. But uh, he's, a, he's our athletic director now. He was, a, he was a good one. He was. And, he uh, was. You know, he, a few injuries sidetracked him from, uh, I think, playing a, at a high, a high level but was, was
0: a great division three lineman. Yeah. He, I got you again, I could talk for hours on bacon. I've got some great memories of playing, <laughs> playing next to him and playing with him. So it was uh he was another fun one. So um, well, coach, I appreciate you coming on talking with me uh, before we get you out of here, do me a favor and uh, drop your Twitter handle and any other information you want these guys to know about.
1: Okay. Uh, let me see. I, I actually look up what my Twitter handle is because <laughs> It, crimson pride football at grounds mark is my twitter uh that I, that i use we also have i7 uh, i72 I, I coaches which is our our coaches association of central illinois that mm-hmm. there's a, a ton of guys on with it but uh i'm at jacksonville high school if there's anybody that ever wants to talk option football uh or or spread uh don't don't hesitate to, to contact me i just appreciate uh the opportunity to speak it's it's humbling uh to To be able to to talk to a, the great community of coaches, and uh, you know, the the one thing that we got to realize is, guys, that with with the layoff and some states, I think may not be able to play football this fall. We we are the custodians of the game, mm-hmm. and we've got to make sure that we do the things to keep it uh, keep it alive and and to bring it bring it to the to new levels. And part of that is we're we're going to have to be real serious about following the regulations that we're going to have this fall if we do get this game. Because if we don't follow the rules, there's people and, and and medical people and state politicians that will take the game from us. So even though it's going to change our approach, we've got to embrace it. And our kids are going to follow us on, on, on how we handle the new normal until we can get back to
0: where things were. So that's my soapbox. Hey, it, coach. Absolutely, I Absolutely. I couldn't agree more, but, um, you know, I, I appreciate you coming and speaking with me. Hopefully you guys are staying safe and healthy and, and, uh, you know, I'm wishing you the best of luck this upcoming season and, and looking forward to talking with you soon. Hey, other than the blue boys, I'm rooting for the foresters uh-huh. as well. Thank you, coach. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Have a great one. All right. Thanks again for everyone listening and remember to go check out platform.com for the full series of hog football podcast episodes. We want to thank everybody for their continued support and be on the lookout for our hog football chat series from Twitter on our website, hogfootballchat.net. You can check out all of our great sponsors and tons of awesome.